Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. This um, was kind of like a special edition podcast. Uh, me and my buddy Chris Davis, he's been on the podcast before we had plans to do a podcast this evening, but with everything going on, things got in the way, we weren't able to do it. So we went through the runaround of attempting to do a dual live fo- Facebook live stream instead. Um, they, we found out that didn't work because apparently Facebook took that feature away because of course, um, so instead what we did is we did a video call, um, with each other over our phones and I put the microphone up to it to record the audio and it seems to have like recorded well enough that it's worth publishing. The, um, the whole reason we were doing it is we were, we're going to have and did end up having, um, a discussion about coronavirus, COVID-19, um, the big hot button topic right now that everybody's talking about, um, He's a good guy. He's always interesting to talk to. So we decided to lay down. It's a short podcast, only a little over a half hour, but in there you'll kind of get all of our thoughts on what's been going on. And so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is Chris Davis. So we finally got it working somewhat. Yeah, yeah, somewhat. Jeez, it's so complicated. I don't understand it. That's all right. We got it. Uh, we got it going. I was looking forward to that, but hey, we got it going now. So hey, yeah. we'll we'll just run with it. Right. <laughs> so how's the um, how's the view out on the street there in Winnebago? You had to go to the store. Yeah, it was there was a lot of people there. Um, everybody was pretty calm. Uh, Ran into a bunch of people we we knew, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely a lot of people out there uh, buying supplies. Yeah. I uh, I have to imagine that uh, you know there's kind of a bit of a thing going on here where everybody's like freaking out about shelves being empty. And yeah. I think in reality, when you think about it, like those stores don't exactly keep a lot of stock in the back. They only kind of order what they would typically sell. Right. Within a certain amount of time, so if they get any run on any any item whatsoever, it's going to disappear really fast. You know, people yeah. are acting like all the toilet paper in the world is gone now. It's not. They'll get another shipment in. It'll be fine. Everybody relax. And why toilet paper? <laughs> What's going on with this? I, I don't understand that. Um, I guess they think that the stores are going to shut down and they're not going to be able to go get toilet paper so they have a clean buttocks I, I, that's the weird it's like I don't it's that. like the hot button thing there isn't a run on spam you know there isn't a run on canned corn it's toilet paper yeah well de- definitely when I went to the store today people were definitely buying food it was I didn't hardly see anybody buying paper products well everybody got it three days ago and you know since today you know, since Illinois, and I've seen multiple states have followed suit. They're shutting down the bars. They're shutting down the restaurants. At least you can't go down. You can't go in the restaurant and sit down and eat. It's going to have. You're going to just have to go get, pick it up. Mm-hmm. So I think I think people are realizing the, the toilet paper thing was kind of stupid, and that they really need to start focusing on being able to sustain themselves for a couple of weeks and have some canned goods or something. So right. 
Well, I don't want to like get gross, but it's kind of like if you run out of toilet paper in your house, there's ways around that. If you run out right. of food in your house, that's kind of a different story. It, oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this, the schools are shut down. Um, my kids were supposed to go to school tomorrow, and then Tuesday they're supposed to be shut down. But now Winnebago is shut down tomorrow. Oh, are they? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, especially because just today they announced they had the first case in, in Winnebago County. Yeah, and not only that, I've seen that Whiteside County has a case. Yeah. It's only a matter of time, man. They're, I mean, gosh, it's it's pretty crazy when they're saying that with this thing that the incubation period can be anywhere from 1 to 14 days, usually about right. 5, but somebody can be walking around sick, not even know it passing it on to other people and then by you know if it's another five days till they come down with symptoms it could it could get pretty bad really quick yeah and the thing i, I don't understand with they're taking people's temperatures they're taking people's temperatures at the airports when they come in and i just seen that illinois department of corrections they're making their uh employees the officers nurses the support staff all have their temperature taken before they walk in well like you just stated if, you know there's a lot of people that walk around don't even have symptoms and it could be up to 14 days where this stuff starts happening. It's You're already passing the stuff around. You don't even know it. Right. Yeah, it's scary, especially when you think about, um, you know, any of the, the common plays. That's why I think it's smart. Some people are complaining. Less than I thought, thank God. But people are complaining about the shutting down of, like, um, you know, the restaurants and different stuff like that. Like, all it takes is one person who's sick. And they don't even know they're sick. You know, and they can walk into a restaurant and just... You know, put a hand on a railing or something like that, and for the next several days, everybody who walks through—I wouldn't say the next couple of days, because obviously, hopefully, the restaurants are cleaning that stuff. But you know, it doesn't take much for that to just get past, and before you know it, you know, right. thing can explode in one little area. Yeah, and I've been seeing a lot of people complaining about. You know, Illinois was really the first state to come out and say that we're shutting down these these businesses for two weeks, and. I mean, what, what do you expect them to do? You know, I mean, we're all just sitting here on Facebook complaining about it, but they have, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. And, I mean, if people, did, if they didn't do anything and then it got worse, then people would complain, why didn't you do this? But, right. You know, I mean, they got to do something. You know, uh, I talked to my uh, cousin from Sweden today, and she said that Denmark completely shut off its borders they live in southern sweden which is you know they're they're very close to denmark and there's a bridge between the southernmost city named malmo and uh copenhagen the capital of uh denmark and that bridge has been completely shut off and some of the countries in europe are following suit like what we're doing and, and taking it to another level and then you know there's some places like sweden that they they, they said they're not doing anything they mm. haven't done anything so i mean i'm glad the united states is doing you know they're you know we're we're, we're getting prepared you know i mean this uh, this isn't the united states first rodeo we've been through a lot of conflicts we've had big issues in this country before i'm glad they're fine i, I wish they would have done this earlier but right. i mean they're doing it now because europe is the epicenter of this thing it's it's, it's from what i've been reading it's a lot worse in europe now than it was at the height in China before they start enacting their countermeasures. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, it's um, well, when you think about it, it's crazy because I, you know, and thankfully a lot of the talk had died down. You remember just a couple days ago, there were a lot of people complaining. We were like, oh, it's not even that bad. Not even that many people have it. Why are, why is everybody freaking out? But you got to look at it like um, it's a big giant ship at sea and it starts taking on water in one part of it. You got to start right. shutting those doors right away, man. And yeah, the other person, the other end of the ship is like, I don't get why they're doing that. There isn't any, even any water down here. Well, it'll get there, buddy. <laughs> it's going to get yeah. there. Your feet's going to yeah. get wet. Um, exactly. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's the whole idea of quarantine is that, you know, I'm really, really hoping that everything, I really hope that when all is said and done, everybody's going to say it was one giant overreaction. I would much yeah. rather have an overreaction than been like, well, 500 million people are dead. Why didn't we stop this sooner? Just like you were saying, you know? Yeah. And I was just reading on, on Daily Mail, um, Britain is expecting this to go into April of next year. Mm -hmm. And that they're, the, they're, they're expecting that maybe 7.5 million people will be hospitalized. Oh, man. And, you know, people complain about our health system in this nation. And I'm glad it is the way that it is because the NHS, which is the national health care system in Britain, is always overwhelmed. Um, you got people over there that have to wait months in order to get a doctor's appointment. Um, and one thing, too, with their ambulance service is that I've seen countless like different stories on Daily Mail and stuff like that where there was an old guy, he broke his hip, he ended up dying. They called the ambulance. The ambulance didn't get there for four hours. Oof. So I don't know if it's – he was like in a, a smaller village, like somewhere – not like London or, you know, Edinburgh and stuff like that. I mean, so I don't know. I don't think maybe they don't have like volunteer fire departments or EMS like we do in the United States. You know, mm -hmm. they may have like only a limited amount of paramedics and EMS to respond to things. But here, you know, at least we have, thank God for the volunteer fire service, you know, right. we have here, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's, you know, it's scary. The thing that I think a lot of people don't take into account um, about healthcare is that there, there's like a limit, you know. There's like, like every hospital only has so many beds. They only have so many workers. Yeah. They only have so many supplies. And if we get to a point where this thing overwhelms that capacity and water starts to spill over the dam, the dam's going to burst. It's going to cause a cascade effect that once everything is overwhelmed, it's, everything's going to fall apart because, you know, then you're going to have your people who work there who are trying to decide, should I go to work and help other people or should I stay home and take care of my family who may or may not have this. And and that's, that's why I think um, quarantining and shutting all this down right now is really, really huge because if we hit, if we hit that, that critical mass point, oh, it's going to get so bad. Yeah, and I, I hope to God it doesn't get that way, but I don't know. It's, it's really worrying to me, and I'm not saying, you know, pan, talking about panic, but, I mean, we're in a big unknown right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't know what two months from now is going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Could be business as usual. Could be, you know, everybody wearing a mask, not coming out of your house unless the government says it's okay, you know? Yeah. Well, you were talking, you did a live stream the other day, you were talking a lot about the Spanish flu. Um, Go on, Evelyn. Okay, please. Because I'm talking with my friend. <laughs> <laughs> always, my kids always got to get involved in whatever I'm doing. 100%. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the Spanish flu. 
Um, that's why all the governments are doing everything mm-hmm. the way they are. And there she is. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, they, we've had lessons 100, 112 years ago mm-hmm. with this. And if we don't take care of it now, it's gonna, you know, this is going to come in a couple ways if, if we've learned from history. I mean, just like you were talking about the, the plague, you know, the first time really in record history was, was Venice that uh, quarantined ships out in the harbor for 40 days before mm. they could even land. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, and it's just like you were saying when you were talking the other day about um, the Spanish flu and how we, like, had multiple waves of it. You got to the point where eventually it mutated, you know. I see you. I see you. <laughs> you know, it, it mutated and it was even even worse. And that's, like, the CDC, the World Health Organization, that's the big thing they're worried about right now is that this COVID-19 is going to mutate somewhere along the line. And if it jumps and it gets like right now, it's I mean, there's still numbers coming in, but they're guessing that it has like a, a 3.4% fatality rate, which is higher than the Spanish flu yeah, already. Oh yeah. But if it mutates. That was 2%. Yeah. And if it mutates and is even worse than that, oh man. Yeah. I'm 100% a fan. Shut it down right now. Shut it down. And one thing, too, coronaviruses. Coronaviruses, I believe it's rhinoviruses, are the what causes the common cold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I've seen China's blame in the United States say that they're the ones that caused <laughs> it. That, that the army got into China and released oh, it. Yeah, you, you know, and one thing that cracks me up is, you know, how you have all these movies with the military and they're hiding uh, alien bodies or UFOs and stuff like that. And it was a military guy that made this meme, and it says, "How do you how do you expect some some low level private in the military to keep a secret of there's aliens? We have alien bodies, alien technology, and yet he goes to the strip club, marries a, 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 a stripper, and he tells everything he does on base. You know, privates in the military and, and, and low level personnel they have the biggest mouths of anybody out there. So I mean." I mean if, you know, wouldn't you think that if there was some guy, army guy that went to China and he came back, he's telling his buddies so like out drunk or something, he's telling him, man, I just went over there, I released this coronavirus, I don't tell anybody. <laughs> you know how that goes, but, you know, China's just trying to mitigate. I heard they knew about this since November now. Yeah. This was going in November. Yeah. Well, it's crazy, and I think it's, it's passing the buck because a lot of, like, Top-level epidemiologists have been predicting for 10, 15 years, maybe even longer, that the next big thing we're going to get is going to probably is going to come out of China and probably come out of Wuhan, mostly because of their extremely lax food service policies, their laws. You know, they've just got these open wet markets with animals stacked on top of each other, slaughtering them on the spot, handing them out, and their control of that is absolutely nil. So, and not to mention that how that country populated, how much everybody's packed, and what do they got like? 500 billion people all sitting on top of each other constantly one of them coughs and it's over man <laughs> you know i know and i've seen how some of them live how some, they, they have these apartments and they're not even really apartments they're basically you have a room and all you can do is lay down mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just like a, your, your room is just a bed and it's like probably by like th- god three four, three to four feet by like eight feet and then you have everything in there. And they, they, they converted all these buildings. And so they, they can house like 10,000 people in these these apartment buildings that could probably normally house 
100. Right. Yeah, maybe, hopefully that'll save us. We're, we Americans tend to be a little bit more spread out, a little bit more personal space, yeah. a little bit more backup off me. Um, oh, God, it is so crazy. And the, for as bad as, because going back to the Spanish flu, that, how many people did that end up killing? They, like, something between, like, 20 and 50 million, they estimate? Yeah, yeah. I, I just actually Googled it again today. I think they said 50 million people worldwide. I think they said it was, like, half a million maybe here in the United States. Uh-huh. And, and when you factor in that our population is, like, f- over four times higher than it was then? Yeah. Oh, man. So you'd guess that if you were to make that estimate, the Spanish flu got out today... Of course, you know, there'd be variables there in terms of medical technology and what that, but still you're talking like over 200 million people would die today from the Spanish flu just based upon the math and the population, and yeah. coronavirus has a higher fatality rate than that. Yeah, That's especially crazy. in a pre-existing condition, too. Yeah. Yeah, and we're really lucky, like, the Spanish flu hit youngsters really, really hard. This one is not, thank God, because, oh, man... Yeah, yeah that, that's one. And hopefully, that I think that's what they're worried about with the mutation, is that if it mutates, it's going to, you know, that's what it's going to hit. Yeah, and, like, I, I don't see this ending anytime soon. I think they're going to cancel school for the rest of the year. I'm pretty sure of it. Um, there's, I think, the, I think a lot of things are going to get extended out longer. Like I, I said... When I live streamed the other night, I, I think they were talking about this is probably going to last six to nine months. Right. Yeah, there was. God, I can't remember the guy's name. I was just a couple earlier in the week, I was listening to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and he had an epidemiologist on. And the way he phrased it is, too many people are going to look at this like a blizzard, um, and it's not. It's a it, it's a long winter. Everybody needs to settle in for a long winter on this thing. It's not going to just be oh a couple days and we're going to start getting back to normal here. This could be a long haul kind of situation, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how the country's going to fit the world and the country's going to fare. You know, I mean, there, there's one difference between the United States and Europe that most people, when the government tells them to do something, they adhere to it. I mean, especially look at Italy. They're not having a lot of big, you know, problems, people going out and protesting and stuff like that. I mean, I can... <sighs> I, I, I could see people protesting and being mad. You know, that's one thing about Americans. They love their freedom. And, I've just, you know, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying, well, this is America. They can't do this. But, you know, there's been a couple times in our past where they've, you know, especially, you know, this during the Civil War. Right. There was, you know, especially when um happened in uh, the, the draft riots in New York, you know, like, you know, most people, you know, all you guys out there that have watched games in New York when they had the uh, draft riots. You know, they sent the military in there and and, and issued martial law in New York. Mm-hmm. And if martial law comes down, that it's 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 gonna not. If you think things are gonna be bad now, it's gonna be worse. There's mm-hmm. gonna be limited movement. You know, National Guard units are gonna be activated. You know, you know, I, I can see them uh, getting like, completely getting out of Afghanistan if things getting enough bad enough and bringing people, bringing the troops home. Right. Yeah, God, that's that's freaking scary. The um, I'll tell you what, though, one of the things that I I thought was really really cool, and it's one of the things that made me proud, is that as we've watched like this thing over the last couple of days get worse and worse and worse, the outpouring on Facebook 
of people with um, love and respect and sort of like a neighborly attitude and a community attitude about this. It's freaking amazing. You know, we've talked and everybody's talked for several years now about what a divided country we live in. And while I wouldn't wish anything bad on anybody, there's almost part of me that kind of wondered as if, in a way, this can't help bring a lot of us together and remind us that, you know, we're, no matter what happens, we're all in this thing together. And I know that's really cliche to say, but, yeah. you know, it's 100% true, especially in situations like this. Exactly. And I've been noticing that, too, you know. There have been a few politicians out there that are blaming Trump. And, you know, like, I don't know how you guys have seen what happened in O'Hare yesterday. And I'm sure it was happening at all the other major international airports. Like the line for customs was like 12 hours long. Yeah. Because not only did you have to go through the, the typical customs portion of it, but they were doing the, the viral checks. And when you have that, when they, when you put the travel ban on in Europe, people were leaving like crazy they didn't want to get trapped in europe for 30 days right you know people i've seen that were trying to spend six thousand dollars on a ticket just to get the heck out of here yeah and i don't you can't make you know i've seen some missteps that the administration's done with this you know but you can't blame them for you know tens of thousands of people leaving a continent within a, a, a span of 24 hours and expect that it's going to be a smooth transition to get through customs and go to one airport and then have, God, thousands of people just trying to get through a line with only a, a couple customs agents there to, you know, question everybody, go through their belongings and stuff like that. Uh, that's kind of crazy. God, that's the, that was the thing that freaked me out the most about seeing is all these people at, these, at the airport, all of them packed into tight, they're waiting forever. What are the mathematical odds that one of those people in there has corona right you know yeah and there was a guy that i you know that was they interviewed and they were talking to he said for the most part everybody seemed fine but there were a few people coughing and people were like you know concerned because there was so many of those people crowded next to each other and he said you couldn't even go to the bathroom because Mm. you'd end up losing your you end up losing your line and queue and end up having to go to the back of the line Uh. you had to go to the bathroom so these people were like god yeah maybe they should have brought in some more customs agents or something i don't know but you know everything is happening so fast such a it's not a fluid situation or whatever the term is it's everything's just touch and go for right now and you know, I don't, I don't, I can foresee them, can't, I can foresee them can't, uh, canceling domestic flights, trains, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, total, total lockdown. Just nope, nope. Well, and the thing about it is, is that I, 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 and I hope people are starting to realize this when you truly think it out that those things are more effective before it spreads really bad. Right. Like if it's already starting to spread real bad and then you do it, you've kind of already, the cat's kind of already gotten out of the bag. You know, like I said earlier, the water's already getting into the ship. You know, you shut it down ahead of time. You say, you know what, this may seem like an overreaction, but we shut it all down right now. A whole lot of people that would otherwise die won't. Yeah. And that's the thing. I I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I've never heard of any type of other virus or infection lasting up to 14 days that you don't have any symptoms 
Yeah. And then you can still pass it on. I've not, you know, I've heard the flu, like you may have it for like a day or something or less, but I, this is crazy. And then some of the scientists and doctors from China said that there was, there was a girl, some year old girl that had contracted it. You know, she obviously um, recovered, but that she was still shedding live samples of the virus when they checked her bodily fluids, excrements, and all that stuff. So she was still carrying this virus and still could be, could transmit it. So this thing sounds like the perfect, you know, like disease. Right. The perfect virus. Like, you know, I've never heard of anything like this before. Well, the bizarre thing about it is I just read an article and I don't remember where, I don't remember if it was in China or South Korea, it was somewhere in Asia. But they just had their first confirmed case of somebody who had it, recovered, and caught it again. Yeah. Which means their body didn't build up the full antibodies to it, which means this thing can, you know, you may get it, go through the whole thing, recover, all that stuff, and then boom, it can still hit you again. It's not like, oh, well, I got the antibody now in my system. I'm kind of immune to it. Well, they've been testing people, too, after it, and they still come up positive, and they're not showing symptoms. They're not sick. And, you know, one thing that I know, like, I've been, I, I'm sure when you worked in the hospital that you were uh, immunized with against uh, hepatitis B or A or whatever they did. Well, whenever you get that vaccine, you you show up positive for hepatitis your whole life. Like, you know, I, I ended up having had my liver checked because I had high liver enzymes and they came back and told me, was like, uh, you know, you know, you tested positive for hepatitis and they asked, did you ever get the vaccine? I'm like, yeah. So like, okay, yeah, that's because once you have that vaccine, you'll always test positive. So I wonder if this virus that when you, you get it, that you're always going to test positive for it. Yeah. It's just that's in your body that, because isn't it how they tested the, that you had the virus because there's a, a, a large amount of the antibody still floating in your system? Could, that how they, could be. Yeah. I don't know how they det- determine if, how it's, if you're positive or not, I mean, do they, is, how, how do they determine, you know, with all the coronaviruses out there, how do they determine that you have COVID-19? Right, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's true. God, it's scary stuff, you know. Um, I can't even imagine, we're talking like, and dude, like, what you said the other day was so absolutely dead on, you know, as a, I, I have to laugh when so many people on social media are talking about people panicking. Um, I don't really think that many people are panicking. I think people are worried. You know, here yeah. in America, I think we forget that we live in the land of milk and honey. You know, in other, when other, in other countries, people are panicking is because they just found out. They're like, oh, they're cutting heads off today. Let's panic. You know, yeah. in America, we're like, oh, no, toilet paper. Like, that's that's not quite level panicking yet. Um so I, I I think there's a lot less panicking than I it, it, well it's it's the media story right now you know it's the big media story you know look at all the people panicking I don't you know we get to the point where there's rioting and people flipping cars and throwing Molotov cocktails that's at riot police yeah. that's yeah. panicking yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you know it's like everybody on fa- everybody on Facebook you know is talking about how uh, you know this is you know this is more this is like the kills. More, the flu kills more people than this. The, um, you know, AIDS, you know, people that have, uh, you know, heart disease. And it's like, I'm going to believe the scientists and the virologists when they, they've been warning 
the government's like that we should have done this months ago. Right. I mean, for people that are experts, they're a lot smarter than the rest of us, you know, and no country is going to put itself in bankruptcy. I mean, look at China when this, you know, I, I had a feeling when I was watching the videos and seeing everything, how they were reacting to this, I knew it was serious because there was a video I seen that they had, it looked like they had like five fire trucks in a row. And they had like these giant vaporizers. You know, when you were a kid, you got sick, your parents would put the vaporizer on. And they were, they had these giant vaporizers on the backs of these fire trucks just expelling um, disinfectant. I'm like, this is bad. They, they know something more than the rest of us do. And it was, they said that they sprayed so much disinfectant everywhere that it was killing off the wildlife, killing birds were just falling out of the sky, Whoa. animals, animals, squirrels, whatever, were falling out of trees. Oh. So they, they knew that, and no, like I said, no country is going to put themselves in bankruptcy. And, and people were saying, it's just the media driving people to do this. I'm like, no, there's, I think, you know, we, we, we look at our politicians and yeah, some of them are stupid, but when they are listening to the experts on it and no country is gonna put themselves in bankruptcy, shut their entire country down so that they're not they're not making money and stopping their businesses. This this is serious and people need to be really vigilant with it. Because you know what I mean, this this information came out a couple days ago where they were gonna shut down the schools and that people needed to not uh, congregate mass groups. And you had everybody going out for St. Patrick's Day last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to get that last bar time, and I under, I get it, I understand, but you know, yeah, just I I, I foresee like that they're shutting down the, the the bars and stuff on Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday, so tomorrow night's probably going to be the biggest bar night in the history of humanity. Yeah, you know, it's going to be bigger than you know the Wednesday before uh, Thanksgiving when right. everybody would go to the bar. So everybody's probably going to be partying up, going out when they shouldn't even be going out and congregating. Well, and you you start to wonder if like fifty years from now people are going to begin to celebrate March sixteenth as like Corona Day. You know? <laughs> it's like the American version yeah. of St. Patrick's Day. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, our ancestors back in the day they went and got shit faced because they were shutting everything down. <laughs> it was the last bar. It was the last time they go to the bar for six months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get your micro brew now, man. Get it now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. Um, everybody, like, you know what? Everybody who lived through the Civil War, everybody who lived through World War One, everybody who lived through World War Two, had like this defining moment that their generation had to go through. Um, exactly. We haven't had that in this country in a while. You know, so you're, there are times I'm beginning to wonder for those of us. If this isn't, you know, sort of that moment, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that within a, you know, the best case scenario in a dream world in a couple of weeks, this is all cleared up and it seemed like it was all for nothing. But in reality, you got to begin to wonder if this isn't sort of the moment that those of us who are alive will look back on and be like, that was, that was the thing that as a people, we had all had to come together and get through, you know? Exactly. And like I said, I'd rather be overreactive than underreactive for something like this. Mm-hmm. Because I think for the most part, you know, I hope I'm just being more optimistic. I think most of us are going to be fine. It's the people, the elderly, you know, that are going to be really hit by this. Because um, I've been looking at the numbers out of Italy. It's it's majority of them are, is the elderly. Yeah. There are young people that are being affected, but not to the, the extent that uh, 
that the elderly are being affected. Yeah. So. That's crazy, man. Keep um, keep your people safe. You know, gosh, that's that's scary. Sorry, especially when you think about the amount of people who are in nursing homes and. Um, yeah, near me in town, you know, tomorrow being the Illinois primary, one of the polling places in town is a nursing home, and they moved that because yeah, they're was, like... Yeah, and they, it's the same thing in Winnebago. I was like, they're really going to have that at the nursing home? Yeah, you're just asking for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm hope, I hope, you know, I, I'm, my big thing, is, the big thing that I want to tell people is that, you know, look out after your neighbors, man, because we're going to have to work together through this. You can't just be this lone survivalist and think that you're going to be on your own and that you can do it all on your own. We're, we, we were we were not created to do that. You know, humans throughout all of human history have had to work together. Right. You know? I mean, you look at you look at the animal kingdom when there's a bat, when there's catastrophe in the animal kingdom you have predators and prey actually working together to survive and there's a point where it's like okay you know if i if i don't work along with you know and even in history in wars you have people you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend well we have like an enemy that we can't see we can't right. hear we can't touch and we're gonna have to work together and that's why I, I hope that this could be the big defining moment in the world in the united states we're like man you know, we, a lot of people didn't have faith in humanity, but this actually brought people together. Right. Well, especially just like you said, we're on top of it. We're facing um, a threat, an enemy that doesn't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, doesn't care if you're a Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, atheist, doesn't care about any of that. It could not care less. If you're meat, it's coming for you, man. You yeah. know, that's that's the thing that we all have to keep in mind is that you're. Your religious beliefs, your political beliefs, it's not going to matter. This thing doesn't care one bit. So it all has to be, you know, how we respond to it, how we come together and, you know, look after each other. You know, if we get to the point where we're, you know, out in the street shooting each other over the last can of corn, we've kind of lost. You know, at that point, it's freaking over. Yeah, it's over with. So it's collapsed at that point. Yeah. I, and I loved exactly what you said about look after your neighbors. You know, there's as a community we got to bond together and and take care of this thing. Otherwise, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. And you know, and and if we don't do that, we're we're in for a hurting. And not to mention, it sort of becomes the idea of well, what country are you trying to save anyway? You know what I right. mean? Yeah. So, well, just uh, everybody needs to stay vigilant. It's going to be a rough ride. I don't see this ending in two weeks. Like I think it's going to get extended. Oh, big time. <laughs> big time, big time. The um, Several of them are talking like they, they, as a barometer, they pushed the baseball season back two weeks, and now they're saying, oh, we'll be lucky if we start by Memorial Day. And I think it'll even extend well past that. You know, yeah, you, it may not start. Right, yeah, we could just could be a dead year for sports, you know. So... But at least we still got video games. Exactly. That's that's the biggest saving grace here for me that I can be stuck in my house and play video games. <laughs> speaking, I'll still have to go to work. So yeah, you and me both. Um, speaking of which, I just got a PS4. So so awesome. I'm on the good side now. So if you and TJ are cool with another person joining you, well, we need it. You're, you got 
should have got it when they were selling Division for three bucks. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was a little too late for that, unfortunately. But that's yeah. all right. I'll get it regardless. So you've, have you played? You've played it on Xbox, right? Yeah. Well, I played the first one a lot on Xbox. Um, the second one, I literally played one night for a couple of hours, and that was it. So. We'll get you leveled up, man, and especially with the new expansion too. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, we need another another player, man, because we want to do these raids, and it's like takes like eight people to do these raids. So yeah. Well, I had to think about that. I laughed so hard when I showed you that picture earlier in the week where I was scrolling through my feed, and you had posted an article in New York City about them shutting things down and quarantining people, and then immediately underneath that was an advertisement for The Division 2, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, like, <laughs> what, well, like, they, life in invading art. People make videos and memes saying, oh, uh, uh, they, act, they made this right, you know, the, 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 this, the, this game was predicting <laughs> Most people don't realize that Tom Clancy wrote that. Yeah, he was one of it was it was I don't know if it was a book, but it was something. They took it and turned it into a game. It was supposed to be a multi-series book. Uh -huh. he, I don't. I think he's because he's dead now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was something he was working on, I believe, and then they took it and said, "Yeah, this would make a great game," and they did. And I love the storyline with it. It's probably one of the few Tom Clancy storylines where he's not blaming the Russians. You know, You're right. <laughs> well, yeah, the, you know, they had the Russian scientist in there, you know, that was stuck at the Russian consulate you had to save in the first one, and he was the one that was trying to come up with a cure for it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the guy that created it, he created it through a 3D printer. It was yeah. crazy. Do you remember? Did you ever meet the? Yeah, 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 yeah. He created this virus through a 3D printer, and um, yeah. But he, that Russian scientist is in the second one too. You had to end up saving him. But oh man, I love the game, man. I, I I took off from it for a little bit because I, I I don't know. I just there's so I like some online games, but I don't like it to where you have to like put your entire life into it. And Division Two isn't like that. But it's just that we didn't have enough people playing with us because some of the content you like the raids. You have to have eight people right online at the same time to play. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be good if you got that game and we could all play together. Well, that'll be a way we'll pass quarantine time, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, we'll start making bets on, like, uh, oh, yeah, if we get through this quest or whatever, whoever gets the most kills gets to roll a teepee, you know. Everybody, right. It'll be like the God new poker chips. I'm going to be looking like a king, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got enough to last us maybe a month, so that'll be good. Yeah, I think we got about enough to last that long, and then and then we're gonna start getting creative. We're gonna we're gonna get nature on this because. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The the, the the trees will be uh, blooming. Or the trees will be uh, blooming leaves here soon, so we should be all right with that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that big maple tree I got in the front yard. That thing's gonna talk about the giving tree, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, it was good talking with you. I wish we could have got that live thing working, but. Yeah. What you do. Hey, it's kind of like a lesson for what we're about to go through. We found a way to make it work, you know? Things right. weren't ideal, and we made it happen, so. <laughs> all, right, all right, brother, we'll take care of yourself. Give your best to the family for me. Oh, you too, man. Take care and keep in touch, brother. You got it, man. All right, thanks. Bye.